That's Ramon Foster from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh my gosh! See, she is starstruck by Moan. What are you doing here? I'm having a swirl on live video. Who would watch this? Everybody. <laughs> See, that's the Everybody. answer. Gen- hey, come on down. Visit us. She's inviting I'm you down. I'm jealous Mon. now. He's jealous. He's seeing the swirl. I know. These, For any- these are uh, make dreams come true with those ice creams. For anybody who doesn't know, Mixed and Fruit Farms is the iconic tourist destination here in Bradenton. It's been here for 75 years. Uh, it's an it's an orange grove all around. When you get orange juice here, this is amazing, Moan. This orange juice, like? this orange juice, it it says best best if used by, and it always has today's date on it because there's no <laughs> preservatives, no nothing. You know. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one and only Ramon Foster. Uh, yeah, it's brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're serving hot, fresh food 24-7. And uh, Moan, happy Friday to you. Do you really feel like talking about football today? Do you know what? Not really because, no, <laughs> I don't even have a reason. I don't, even have a reason because, I don't want to force it. I'm over here with a ginger ale and pretzels, man, just enjoying this Friday. Like, it's deceivingly... Um, what to say? Cold outside because it's it's clear skies and sunny and look at the ice cream on his bike. <laughs> I did just put it on a microphone, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. But you know what? This is going to be the it's worst Friday. episode ever. It's a celebration. You know what? That's the best one. <laughs> look at this. What is uh? Let's let's not talk about football today. What's your what's your your favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. Oh man. I got I got many. Let me see if I it will have to be oh easily a steak with blue cheese crumbles on it. Yeah, you did. You're a child today. <laughs> a steak with blue cheese crumbles on it, DK. Wait a second. Blue amazing. cheese and steak? It's a, hey, it's it's a it's a pairing. I think for I first got it at maybe Capitol Grill or um uh, or roof crisp, man. They have like this blue cheese crust that goes over the top of the the, the steak. Friggin' phenomenal! It is so good, man. And I do it now at home, and this weekend I'm actually smoking a shoulder, a pork shoulder, because my brothers are coming in too, and I'm the hostess with the mostest. And this weekend is gonna be full of probably just Wait, uh, baseball. Who's the, who's the hostess? You or Keisha? What, what does Me? that mean? Okay, this, man. I, I I enjoy a good time, and when my brothers come into town, man, I can't front to you. I I act like the little brother that's happy to be a part of the game. Like that's who I am this weekend. I want to hear them talk. I'm gonna interject some of my conversation with them, and just be around my big bros, man. That's really cool. Let's see. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a little jealous picturing that environment. You know. You know what? You're invited. You just you just had the store owner right there say, "Hey, come on down," and you're basically best friends with her right now. Oh yeah, this place has been feeding me and <laughs> covering the pirates through spring trainings for more than twenty years. I mean, I know I know That's everybody crazy. in here. I I've watched and they've worked here. They they never change staff. It's the same people. Um, there's a lot of that down here. You got no. me in my in my favorite food now too. Lasagna is always an easy go to for me. Why did, why, did, why did Tunch start calling you Big Ragu? Where did that come from? That had to be a food thing. Ah, that came up, too. So somebody did ask that question. So I've been known since college, man, of making my lasagna. So much so, like, even my teammates. I had a teammate that was playing with the Seattle Seahawks at the time in the NFL. He hit me up like, Moan, can you cook your lasagna for me, freeze it, 
and send it out to Seattle. Like, that's how it, <laughs> I was still in college at this time. Wow. I got to the NFL and um, we were trying to, I was honestly trying to save money. Like, they were having us, well, they weren't having us because hazing is illegal. Rookies was in charge of food duties, okay? Mm-hmm. And we'd just be buying all kind of stuff from steakhouses, barbecue joints, basically expensive food. And lo and behold, I was like, well, I'm I'm a culinary expert. I can do something. Well, let me cook this lasagna. Made it for the guys. Chris Kimuatu, Willie Colon, Trey Essex, Max Starks, Justin Hardwick. They eat. They eat. Darnell You're Stapleton. feeding offensive linemen. Oh, You're, my God. Eating. And I put Texas Toast on the side. I Really? What? I told you I'm the hostess with the mostest, DK. Come on, man. Don't play me like you're super shocked by this. So we get over there, and the guys had it. They ate. They pigged out, okay? Just really enjoyed it so much so that they were talking about it the next day at work. And Coach T heard about it, and then the word spread around the uh, facility on 3400 South Water Street. And and lo and behold, our guys – Tunch and Wolf, they heard word of it and they asked me coming up from Ramon, we've heard about this, man. Why? 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 What's, what, why is everybody raving about it? And time goes on and they ask me again. It's like, man, why, why are people raving about it? It's like, what is it? Is it the cheese? Is it the meat? Is it the sauce? It's like, is it the ragu? And I was like, huh. And it was like, you're the big ragu. That's uh, pretty much is, how the man. name came about. It never takes much. It's, it never takes much. And there's never, it's funny. There's never a, a like a really great story behind a nickname because they're just so spontaneous. There's just one smart ass somewhere in the locker room that just comes up with it. And it's it's a it's a fix to your back, like pinning the tail on the donkey. And you got no choice. You know, no, and all you ever hope for is that it's a cool nickname. That's all you ever want. You know where they serve because, good food? I, I just had to interject where? this. You know where they serve good food? The people will be really interested to hear is in the Steelers cafeteria on the south side. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, there's something Kevin? to be said. Yeah, there's something to be said for first of all that the Rooney family uh, invites reporters to eat there. Now, mm-hmm. as you know, you you know we sit at separate tables. We don't come and just pop our pop our tray down. At the, yeah, right. <laughs> we don't pop our tray down at the linebackers table and say, "Hey, Debo, what's up, man? You can look to finish that chicken there." Okay, but <laughs> but the food that is yeah. served there, it was amazing to me, and really telling that when T.J. Watt got his Defensive Player of the Year award. Mm-hmm. He's standing there thanking everybody, and he included the cafeteria people on the south side. And I'm going, yes, 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 yes that's sir. how you do it, you know? The, it, the, absolutely, man. Kevin and his crew, man, are phenomenal. Not just that. They'll make anything for you, and you know that also. Like, they'll have the main entrees of whatever, the, you know, they that's, that's on the menu, the, the uh, marquee item. But whatever you want on the side, because they always going to have chicken breast, always going to have some beef on the side, hamburger patties, turkey bacon, uh, turkey burgers, whatever you need, uh, chicken salad, tuna salad. Like if you want a wrap, buffalo chicken wrap, if you want a burger wrap, if you want just anything of a specialty, they will make it for you. And that's the beauty of, of what it was. But I will say. Marquise kind of raised hell about it in the beginning. It's like, man, we got to start making sure we're getting some A1 food. And 
lo and behold, they stepped it all the way up. Like it is a culinary. I never heard that. Uh, really? Palace. Wow. Now. Yeah. 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 Oh, it is. That up, um, about just uh, it was quality one time and it wasn't even like they weren't cooking good. But we ended up getting more healthier options in the morning for breakfast, like yogurt and just it, not just yogurt, but like a bunch of different items, overnight oats and stuff like that to where guys who were very particular about their uh, their diets, like you can get whatever you want. And they they are there to serve and they do it well. Then there's Kevin that island in the middle that not everybody pays attention to, the one that has Tell all the fruits and stuff like that. And I think I have told you a story of Dick LeBeau not yeah. letting me leave the room unless I take yeah. a banana with me. Yeah. That was the most Dick LeBeau thing ever, by the way. It is. Like, is, is, you understand, this thing has so much in it that's good for you here. You're not leaving here without it. It's like, uh, what am I going to argue with Dick LeBeau, right? You bet not. <laughs> I took the banana. some guys fighting you. <laughs> I took the banana, right, right. <laughs> when we come back, more absolute nonsense here today on the Ramon Foster Show. Welcome back to the worst episode ever of the Ramon Foster Show, starring, so I can blame it on him, Ramon Foster. What? Uh, Moan, I, I'm in, uh, for anybody who, who tuned in a little late here, I'm at uh, Mixing Fruit Farms in Bradenton, Florida, and I woke up today, I was supposed to cover baseball, our, our regular <laughs> baseball writer Alex is here now, so I woke up and I saw all this rain and I was like, you know what, I just don't feel like I don't feel like doing the job. Have you ever seen Office Space? Movie Office uh, yeah, Space. Yeah, I have seen Office okay. Space. Yes, so the I scene have. where the scene where he just says the main the main character just Peter, he just says, I'm just not gonna go. I'm just <laughs> not gonna go. Okay. <laughs> this was me today. I opened up the blinds at my hotel in Bradenton and I looked at the weather and I go, you know what? I have a flight out of here at three o'clock. I wasn't gonna be able to mm-hmm. cover the whole game anyway. I'm just going to go sit at Mixon's and have some juice and have some orange swirl. Did you ever have those days, Moan? Because you couldn't afford to have them, could you? Man, let me let me tell you. that it's, it's, Yes, I have. Plenty of those days in Latrobe, okay? Mm. And not just like consecutive days, but one day you're just like, not it. And me, I was too prideful to go ask Coach T for a day. And you know what? Had I asked him, he'd have probably given it to me. Like, Coach right. T, today just, no, not today. And not in my younger years, in my older years. Right, right, right. And you go, you go out there, and it's just like, all right, let's go. But I'll say this. One, one thing, though, and Munch could tell when the group was like, if one was feeling his way, the entire group was feeling this way, too. He would say, no matter what, we're gonna do this work, we're gonna do this warm-up the exact same way every single day, and you're gonna get going. Like the days he knew we were dragging. All right, set, go. As soon as we get to the other end, he usually talked for a second. No, set, go. Set, go. And then you get to the point where it was like, I don't wanna be here, and now I'm pissed. <laughs> now I'm pissed. You know? And then it was and then it'd be one drill after another. And he just, and you've seen him. Pow, punch, 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 punch. Next up, let's go. Punch, punch. Next up, let's go. And like he run everybody through the gambit so much so that like we're punching at each other now. Mm-hmm. It ain't even like working on technique. I'm mad. He's mad. Pounce is mad. The Castro's mad. Like Al, everybody's mad so much that he's like, all right, you boys ready to go now? And then by the time we got to team pre- periods, okay, now it's really time to go practice. Like I'm pissed now. You know, and I when when I tell you like mentally just out of it days, and you just gotta find a way. 
no no better way of doing it instead of just go and do work you there know it, there isn't always a way oh. though okay i covered uh your game out in oakland where <laughs> hello you oh. were like this on game day oh i mean like it but it happens i, I just uh, a few days ago i was up in buffalo doing a penguins game up there yeah well and they came out for their first shift and it might as well have been Peter from Office Space, and it wasn't that they it wasn't that they don't care. People get mad, fans get yeah. mad, okay, and they're like, "How can that happen? You, you know, that's not right." They they're yeah. professional. Da, da, da. They're humans. They collectively came out onto that rink like they would rather have been anywhere else on earth Pulling doing anything off. else really? and they wanted to win they talked about it after the game like we wanted to win we we, we it was somewhere inside us we were saying to ourselves yeah. try hard it doesn't happen yeah. though does it it doesn't always no, happen it doesn't always happen so the times where it's happened to me has been all individual like workouts my trainer would know like i could get it with him like oh james like man i don't Today ain't the day. Like I'm gonna do this workout, but if we, if you, if you add some extra to it, and I know when you're adding extra to my runs, then I'm done. Okay, like I'm cooked already. Like this morning at work, I was I was cooked. Then I was just like, today is just one of those Fridays. And but the thing is, game day never really was an issue. And there's been some days I was like, I'm feeling iffy more than anything, but I'm going to go do the job because with what I do, there was no playoff. If, if there was a playoff with me, then somebody was getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Probably the guy wearing number seven in all likelihood. Exactly. So I've had numerous like practice days and workout days or just the day after the game when you know it's a bad one too and we got to sit in that film and I'm sitting back like this. That's it. You know, that's totally what, it. What is my play much, you know? <laughs> that's really, really good. Unlike this episode of the Remote Foster Show, when we come back, we're going to turn it over to you so that we can begin blaming you, <laughs> the person who's watching or listening to this, for the quality of the caliber of this show. Actually, I'm looking ahead here. It's a pretty good Hey Moan question. But you know what, DK? Everybody's due one. Everybody's due one. That's all. You know, just a bad day. As long as they don't hold it against us and they come back Monday for more football talk. You know? When we come back, a a really good Hey Moan. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. <laughs> I got him. Well, hey, you you can, if I can eat through this episode, so can you. <laughs> you caught <laughs> you know, me. <laughs> I, I caught you. Uh, before we get to the to the Hey Moan segment, you told a, a, a you gave a, a wonderful little. Uh, oh, you say it. <laughs> There's <laughs> an old saying, <laughs> probably in your locker room, definitely in mine. It goes like this: I'm iffy, Jack. <laughs> And that comes from the great Santonio Holmes, okay? When Tone was starting to ascend up, Tone would sometimes walk into the uh, training room. Now, he'd do his work. He'd practice all those things. But he'd be like, hey, Norwig, who's the head trainer mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh with the Steelers, I'm iffy, Jack. And all that meant was today 
it might not be a full practice. Mm-hmm. It might not be no practice at all, but I need some plays off of practice. And that's the yeah. old, um, iffy, Jack. And, and uh, it became a long, long-standing joke between me and Jericho Cotri, man. <laughs> and he just talked about when he was with the Jets with Tone. Tone would walk into the locker room there and be like, um, iffy, Jack. And everybody knew. Tone was going to do little work that day, man. So. This is this is why the NFL's official injury reports include status like limited participant LP. Yeah. And everyone goes, what's that mean? Well, it's a little bit of this. Our, our, our hey moan comes from CJ, who says, um, first of all, he starts off with he's got a, a merchandise idea for us. On the front of the T-shirt, it would say DK Pittsburgh Sports. On the back, it would say Truth be told, in honor of Little Foster, five <laughs> percent of each shirt could go to a charity of you guys' choice. Anyway, the Little Foster thing is going to stick. Uh, I see. CJ a says Foster's coming in today. That's right, and, and is yeah. going to have a big appetite for the hostess with the mostest. Uh, CJ says, "Hey, Moan, what was your favorite part of living in Pittsburgh? Was it the food, the different cultures?" And then he thanks you for the great work on this show. I appreciate that. Um, the the best part, I ain't gonna lie to you, going to Pittsburgh was scary to me for the first time. Hmm, really? I legitimately was. Yeah, hell yeah, it was scary for me. I'm a kid from the South. Never had gone out of the South. I never played a Northern team in college. Well, I played Notre Dame. And that's mid, what is that, middle of the country, I guess? Yeah, it's Midwest, Midwest. but it's um, North. But I never been to New York, never been to Pennsylvania, never been to New Jersey, Philadelphia, wow. none of that. you know, none of those those places before. And I was just like, man, I'm from the South. Everything's probably moving faster. Everything's moving. You know, I was, fast life is all I could think of. When I thought of like Pittsburgh, I thought of New York. You know, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised by high blue by how blue collar it was, by oh. how down to earth it is, by how. Um, Truth be told, a lot like the South, really. At you know, least for Pittsburgh. It's we've never fast. quite figured out what the hell we are, you know? <laughs> so when I say that, you know exactly yeah. what me have lived mm-hmm. here. There is a lot of like community. There's a lot of just it's a little slower than I thought Pittsburgh was gonna be as far as the pace of what people do business and drive around and stuff like that. It was it was normal to me for the most part. My biggest take I, I took from it was the people. Very normal. I never wanted to go anywhere where the people were snobby all the time. You know, and that's what I thought it was. Like, you didn't speak. No. Like, that's one of the things I thought. Like, people up here, we say people up north. People up north, they don't speak. That's all I'd ever heard. And people very cordial in Pittsburgh and very or family oriented and people oriented and just about each other, man. And I'll say this too um, just the exposure of, of what. Uh, different cultures are in Pittsburgh too. You know, like I know, like Polish Hill. You know, if I can say that, what do people call it? Like Jew Hill. Like there's a different like areas of the city that's sectors of what people are from. Like you got the South Hills and you got North Hills, and then you got the Strip District, and you got up. It's so much, and I, yeah, it, I, I really enjoy that. that. It's, yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of the Slavic community on the North Side. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Squirrel Hill has the heavy Jewish community. Um, yeah. it, it, there's, there's, it's, it's a lot of different people, a lot of different types of people, but with a somewhat similar mindset that it makes is. for a singular characteristic. Um, I, I wrote a column, Moan. I'm actually going to send this to you after we get off here. Yeah. I wrote a column when, uh, when Chuck Knoll passed away. 
that was a tribute to the man. And I referred to him as one of the foremost important people that Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh has ever had mm-hmm. because he's meaning not in sports. I mean, in anything, right? Because he was there and he and his Steelers were there for our city. And I was a child then, but whenever we needed it the most, whenever we yeah. lost the steel mills and lost half, half, of our population. Like we were Chernobyl before there was a Chernobyl. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, and the impact that, that, that he had and how the Steelers were united by, of all things, a polka, a freaking (laughs) polka. Like, like, what do you do with that? Like, you know, Um, and that, that got carried on not to turn this into a Steelers thing, but that got carried on. To uh, from head coach to head coach, the next guy mm-hmm. comes along, Pittsburgh guy with a job. Mike Tomlin <laughs> yeah. is the one that says, "When you play Pittsburgh, you play the whole city." You're and that ended right. up getting picked up by the other two teams in town when they were mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the teams support each other in the same first name and the same colors. I could do this all day. I, I want to go. I want to go home. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's <laughs> what I appreciate about it, man. Whether I was getting. Uh, uh, man, a sub in a strip district from some place or just eating up on the Italian spot on the hill in Pittsburgh or somewhere downtown like meat and potatoes. You, you got know, around, just, too. You're not I, one of those I, people I, that just went to. No, because no. my wife actually worked with a guy at the bank that said he'd never gone to the strip district. He was a South Hills kid. I was like, you've never been to the strip. And she he, she was just like, people don't leave their groups. Like here, <laughs> like from where I was from, like I'll drive 30 miles to the next city to go to the mall or something like that. Every, what do you want to call it, borough, I guess, mm-hmm. has its own place. Like I stayed on the south side, I stayed in Brentwood, Baldwin, stayed um, in the North Hills in Wexford too. So I was all over the city in Pittsburgh, still have a place there. So um, I'm appreciative for the culture that I figured out there. Like I said, just just because a person was a skin tone, you actually got to know their nationality too, you know? And yeah, right. That was cool to me. That was yeah. cool. Real cool. No, that's outstanding. We should do this again someday. I like this a little bit better, DK. Yeah. You know what? This is actually all right. I mean, they're going to tune in for the football. You know, yeah. we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. We might have. Remember the slice of life segments we used to do? We could do yeah. something like that, like once a week or whatever, once a month or something, and just yeah. totally wing it. You know what I mean? Why I'm not? With it. Why not? Everybody and, needs a break. Anyway, thanks to everybody for uh, putting <laughs> putting up with this one. We will we will be back Monday. We will talk football. Promise. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> <laughs>